following program is intended for mature adult audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. You have been warned. Welcome to Flavored Enemy Legacies, Soul Spark. Tonight began a little bit differently than usual. Tonight, we began with Drian alone in a tavern room shut off and closed away unsure of everything that's happened unsure of all the things that have unfolded it's going to be the first time that they've been home since they left it's been so long since they've seen Bogsboro there's a wide range of feelings and emotions in regards to coming home Drian could you give us a description of your character and what you're currently doing in your tavern room? I'm a... I appear to be a human man. Um, about 30. It's difficult to tell. I have lightning scars that trace my face uh, on both sides. Wraps around my neck. I'm sitting on my bed, um, my elbows on my knees, and my head resting on one of my hands. And I'm just trying to. my brain around the idea of going home and what I'm even going to say to people because I was gone for so long and I've been neglectful in writing my letters. I am wearing a Hawaiian shirt with the symbol of the auspicious on it. I've been sort of following where I felt the need to go and following the knowledge and now it's now it's time to go back and share that and probably get an earful. As you're sitting at your desk right now contemplating this, you look down at the three letters that you've received in the past four months that you have not opened for fear of what they may say. One addressed to you from Quincy. Another addressed to you from Damaris. And the final just says the word sorry on the front.
I know they're important. And it's difficult which to open first. I know Quincy wouldn't write a letter unless it was important. I'm going to start with that one. You open it. A terrible impression of Quincy's voice, based off of the few times that you two have spoken in person, narrates this inside your head. Dear Dream, it's been sure a long time since I've seen you, but well, I just was wondering if uh, if you're ready to start talking to people again, if you'd well, if you'd be happy to come down and uh, celebrate my daughter's sixth birthday, I just I think it'd be mighty nice for everybody to be together again, and well. I sent out the invite to everybody else, and I'm hoping to hear back from you too. I know my new residence in Spokestot's a little bit, uh, fishy at best, but I hope that, uh, I hope that you'll see how much it's changed for the better. So, please, don't be a stranger. Come on, hang out. You've got friends here. Friends love you, friends care for you, and I just really hope that you don't forget that. Love, Quincy H. Elias. In... Make a note to myself to respond to that later. And I opened Mara's letter. Again, a bad version of Demaris's voice entering your head. Well, 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 Adrian. It's, um, it's been quite some time since you left. Uh, you said you were going to come back, and... I, I must say, I am a little upset. Uh, for some reason, my siblings are unhappy with the food that I've been preparing. Um, apparently, my meatloaf is too good for them. Uh, they just won't eat, and it's mildly infuriating. Delian and Declan both got jobs. Delilah's going back to school, so that's, that's good. And, uh, well, I'm putting in for the Academy to become an all-terrorist vanguard. I'll hopefully be able to work alongside Graydon. Um, he's... has a lot of my respect. Uh, um, I understand why you might not want to come back here, but... We miss you, your family, and... I just really hope that... That you'll find the answers you're looking for, and you do come back to us. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll include a, uh, picture that we've got taken. Uh, it's this new, uh, newfangled technology invented by, uh, uh I forget his name. Um, but they can actually, uh, stand you in front of a contraption and 
take a photograph, which is basically uh, a, a painting, but instead caught in actuality. Um, uh, it'll be of me and Delilah and Delian and Deglin. Uh, hope to see you soon, and uh, stay safe out there. Love to Mars. But I'll look at the photo and feel a lot of mixed feelings. I'm gonna I'm gonna feel anger for the the city of Alteris. I'm gonna feel sadness because my anger towards the place and the stuff that happened there has meant that going to see my family has been a very difficult obstacle for me and I'm going to tuck the picture into my shirt and keep it close. Uh, you can see that uh, that Delian has uh, his fingers up over Declan's head making bunny ears and you also <laughs> can see that Damaris has is missing one, a single a single tooth. absolutely adorable and I'm glad that they're doing better and are happy and I make a note that I will have to get over myself and go see them and I look at this third letter that just says sorry on the front and I turn the envelope over in my hands a few times before I open it. Once again, do you know who this letter's from? As you open it, you hear their voice. Yeah. This one, clear as day. I'm incredibly sorry for everything. I I didn't know what would happen. I hope that I hope that this gets to you before you do anything rash. I'm sorry for everything and I hope to make it right one day. I love you more than anything, and I will continue to fight to be better for you. So please, do not give up on me. Yours always and forever. I'm going to read this letter 
several times. Before getting up, walking over to the fireplace and throwing it in. Going to write a message to Quincy asking for date and saying that I will do my best to be there. I write a letter to Damaris saying that after I am done in Bogsboro, I will come and see them. And I think I start packing. packing after you get all your letters all set and everything's set to go in the morning. It's kind of dangerous to, dangerous to travel from Lantern to Bogsboro at night. Everything's ready to go as soon as the morning comes. What are you doing? going to process Reese's letter try and understand the kind of mentality that would lead someone down his path and fully know and understand that if I hadn't lived the life I've lived and I had just my unbridled curiosity, I would have been the same kind of person. Then I'm going to go into my bag and get a piece of this random food that Nito has given me. Um, this weird little mud brick that I have absolutely fallen in love with. And uh, eat a piece of it. And then go to sleep. Hoping that tomorrow isn't as bad as I think it will be. we come away from this lonely tavern room, we cut to Beryl, just now arriving at the edge of Lantern. Beryl, can you give us a description of yourself? Yeah, of course. Beryl is a five foot six uh, Asteri, um, which is sort of like a uh, uh, alien made of rocks. Um, she has uh, her skin is like looks like hard lacquered, like um, like a pink emerald almost. Um, like she looks like she's made of uh, some sort of pink gemstone. Um, she wears like a uh, like black sort of tank top and like these bottle green uh, like 
uh, jodhpur type uh, pants with some like combat boots um, and she has this sort of uh, harness thing that covers like primarily the center of her chest uh, area uh, that she uses uh, to sort of hide her heart gem. Um, and then she very clearly, uh, it's very obviously a wig, but it's uh, like this like sort of like pale blue, like in a sort of like messy bun wig on her head. So you're just now arriving into Lantern and you see this kind of uh, hunched over old, old lady near the edge of the, of, of the city. And she says, Oh, um, if you're going to add in further, you need a lantern. Uh, do I have a lantern? This is a fun game I get to play of, do I already possess one? Uh, would a torch do? Oh, has to be a lantern. Well, do you have any lanterns? I happen to have plenty of lanterns. I have a good selection here. Um, here you go. Okay, well, he's a hooded one. There's an open flame one. Here is a oil lantern. Uh, and here's a wick lantern. Uh... The hooded lantern is runs about three gold pieces. Um, you could always go and try to continue on without the lantern if you want. Can I just like run an insight check on this lady? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> uh, that's a 13. Um, she seems to be just having fun fun like I don't actually need the lantern or fun like she's having fun trying to sell me the lantern she's just having fun you're not really sure what, what exactly mm. great Beryl has no money is the problem how frail does this woman look uh very frail like um like I could knock her out easily great I'm gonna do that and then take one of the lanterns right, I'm gonna just go ahead and roll to hit <laughs> Do, do, do. Where's my unarmed strike? Uh, that's a 13. So you hit and roll damage? It's a 1d4. Oh yeah, 1d4. Sorry! Four. Ah! And you hit her right in the head, and she... As soon as she hits the ground, she splatters and frogs hop away from where her body was. Well, that's not my problem. And she just takes the lan one of the the most uh, better lanterns and uh, continues on. So you grab one of the better lanterns and continue on. Uh, as you do, you head further into the town of Lantern. And it's dark, extremely dark. There's several people walking to and fro, all carrying lanterns. Everyone just kind of looks at you as you walk past. 
Can I tell if they're looking at me because they somehow know that I uh, turned a woman into frogs, or uh, is it because of what I look like? I'll go ahead and roll an inside check. Uh, that'll be a dirty 20. Um, you are a stranger. That's as simple as it is. Okay. I don't necessarily love that, but it is what it is. What are you? A person. I don't like persons. You're a person too, you know. Careful around the streets. You always gotta watch out for the shadows. He continues walking. Beryl's just like thinking to herself, like, well, the shadows are cool. <laughs> um, I'm gonna try and find, like, the inn, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so you kind of walk through the majority of Lantern, um, kind of perusing and trying to figure out where everything is and such. Um, as you do different kind of things that you see. Um, you see that there is Alazu's reclaimed goods. And then you see the Dark Lighter in. Um. The rest of it looks like residential buildings. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. I still have no money, right? So I don't have any reason, I think, to go into the reclaimed goods store. Um, so I think I'll just go into Dark Lighter. Okay. Um, there is there is a sign on the Alizu's reclaimed goods saying that they will buy. Oh, if they will buy stuff, then I will go sell some stuff. For sure. Some stuff that I think I don't need. Alright. You, you head inside and you see this, uh... You, you, he, he looks like he might have been a giant at one point, but he's so hunched over now, and half of his face is drooping so far down that it's he kind of kind of looks like a bulldog on one side of his face. This poor guy. Droop. Uh, welcome to Alice's. Hi, I have some stuff I'd like to sell. Okay. Let me see it here and I'll give you a good price. Um, I am going to pull out a holy symbol. Um, and uh, some old manacles and a mirror and be like, what can I get for this? Uh, let me see here. I can give you eight silver. Um, would I have any concept of how much a night at an inn in general is? Um, usually you can get, on average, about three silver for a night. Okay. Um. 
Uh, here's a weird question. Do Asteri eat? No. Great. Um, I'm also then going to uh, set 10 rations uh, also on the table and be like, uh, and what about for this? Yeah, total of two gold for everything. Uh, and then she'll also pull out. She has like this big fucking mess kit that she's then like she's not doing this in any like logical method, right? Like the logical thing would have just been to set everything out, and she's just like, oh, well, I guess I also don't need this. And like she pulls out this mess kit and sets it down. It's like, and this, huh? Gold and three silver. Um. Yeah, okay. He kind of holds open a burlap sack and shoves everything into there. And then I get my money. Alright, here you go. Here's your two gold and three silver. Thanks Thank for stopping you. out. Thank you. Thank you. You've been great. Thank you. Uh, and then she will go over to the end. Okay. And as you head into the Dark Lighter Inn, you are greeted with a slightly dreary picture. Dark Lighter Inn is decrepit and dark. Inside, you see a small coffee bar and a to go booth. The walls are decorated with paintings depicting death. Notice that the one uniting factor is each one of these people dying very, very non-mistakenly have no lantern in their hands. There's ones then being eaten by beasts in the water, others drowning at the bottom of the swamp, some being pulled apart by giant insects. Oh, well, that's great that I... <laughs> the sides of the, the walls. It's great that I knocked out that old woman and she turned into a bunch of frogs then. <laughs> you see that there's also a kitchen in the back and a door leading outside where you can see a small patio that overlooks the swamp of eternal darkness. Cool. Small menu on the side and you can see that it references green brain and steamed salad. Huh. Fun. This is very homey. Um, is there? We're currently at the coffee bar. As you turn around and see someone who's just walked in, more can you give us a description of your character? First question: How big? How tall is the door to this inn? Uh, it's it's about it's, a, it's about six foot six. So what you see is. The person coming in is kind of pretty much kneeling to come in through the door. Jesus Christ. <laughs> because he is wearing a patchwork brown, blue, and green vest over a bright blue shirt that goes down his, his left arm. But on the right, this sleeve... <laughs> is more of a blue and white that does not match the rest of the shirt. His pants stop halfway up the shin and they're kind of patchwork too. But his boots, other than the 
mud from the swamp looked not patchwork. They somewhat worn, but they're still clean. And a staff on his back, but he has bright red hair. And you can't really see anything other than that until he stands up. And then you see his blue eyes and his tan skin. He's about 30. He's just smiling to be around and everything. So, yeah, more. You're uh, you're currently at the, at the coffee bar. Oh, okay. um, well, yeah. how how tall is the coffee bar? Is it outside? Uh, yeah, you're, 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 no, you're 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 inside. You're inside the inside the place. Um, the inside the hall is about nine foot tall. So. Okay, then I'm currently standing up, just smiling, looking at everything. Doesn't care that everything's drab and dreary. In one hand, he's holding a hood and lamp. Uh, in his left hand, he's holding a hood and lamp. And in the other is a faded journal that is held together by probably four bits of twine and none of them the same color. <laughs> like the, the leather is faded. The pages you can see are, some of them look on the edges are torn, but they're, they're, they're intact. He's just standing there smiling and looking around his big, mountain of a man or bear of a man can eat self just anticipating what's going to happen as he walks towards the coffee bar to see what they have. For more. More, your blackened latte is ready. <laughs> ah, thank you. Uh, uh, th thank you so much. How much was that again? I tend to forget these things. Your pinky. Which one? I have too. The pinky toe. Oh, um, uh, I've only got one of those, unfortunately. That's a joke. I am oh. a comedian. Oh, I I'm sorry. Um, I have a very dry sense of humor. You can blame my Nana for that. Um, she was always knitting when she was teaching me. Uh, I've, yeah, sorry. I've got to say it's interesting to have a dry sense of humor in a swamp well yeah there was a few times skeletons would laugh at me here's your latte oh uh, thank you hopefully it's you have a good rest of three the night. copper hey puts three copper on the table but th thank you again uh, um do you have a chair big enough for for me oh there's there's chairs set out in the patio Make sure to keep your lantern on you. That's what I've heard, so I, I brought one ahead of time. But th thank you again. And he, he walk. Th does he notice who who's all? Yeah, you right you, you 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 noticed Barrow had just walked into the door. Oh, hi. Um, nice to meet you. Uh, you're Asteri, if I got that correct from the rock-looking figure. Yeah, what tipped you off? The fact that I am bright pink? That and mainly that. Hi, it's nice to meet you. Do you work here? No, I'm passing through, you could say. If oh. you want, I'm going to be sitting on the patio drinking my black latte. Um, let me talk to the proprietor of this place and then we'll see. Okay. Uh, and I just walk outside and set my lantern on the table right in front of me and crack open my book 
and just start flipping through pages while drinking my latte. Great. Uh, Beryl is gonna, uh, I guess go talk to the coffee bar guy because he's the only other person in the room, it seems like. That's correct. Hi. Um, how much for a room for the night? A room for the night is two silver. Two silver, that's so much money. Um... She's trying to decide how this guy's gonna respond if she just, like, stays downstairs and just stays here all night, like a... If you want, you can <laughs> stay outside by yourself. Yeah, I've heard that's a really bad idea. Um, from about 67 people in this sad, sad place. So I guess I'll give you the two silver. Um, and she, uh, hands over the two of the silver she just got. Um, for the best. The shadows are always watching. Yeah, that sounds like a great time. I don't why get why y'all are all so bummed out. Um. Like a latte? No. I don't drink or eat anything because I'm made of rock. But that's very nice of you to offer, I guess. Um, and then she just turns and goes outside to where uh, this tall, weird, smiling man went. <laughs> you forgot your key. Uh, she mage hands the key and <laughs> continues her way out. Bye! Bye! You're sad and boring. Bye! Brian, you are uh, just now finishing up with everything and feeling a bit peckish. You have refused to eat anything here at the Darklighter Inn since you've been here. Uh, but now that you've exhausted your fudge resources, Feel like it might be a good idea to use it to me. It's gonna groan and then walk downstairs. Hello, Drian. Hello. Would you like something to eat or drink? Just whatever the basic fare is. Green brain or steamed salamander? Salamander. Mm -hmm. Would you like to eat on the patio? Sure. Do you have your lantern? I have the light cantrip. You know if you need a lantern. I will go get my lantern. Back upstairs and grab my lantern. The shadows are always listening. I know. Your steamed salamander is included with your room, so I will bring that out to you shortly. Okay, thank you. Would you care for us a blackened latte with it? Sure, I have a question for you. I've, I've been meaning to ask and keep forgetting. When did we switch from frogs to money out here? Mm, that was 
a move by the new man. Okay. Makes things easier, I say. Seems to... Well, I suppose it would make things easier. Is the new mayor? You don't really know their name. And how did you elect them? The shadows elected them. Oh, good. There's your latte. Thank you. I'm just gonna go outside. Remember, Drian. The shadows are always watching. I promise I know. I light my lantern and go outside. You get outside and there are two other people sitting out on the patio right now. You see oh. Moore and Beryl. Hi. Hello. Sorry, I didn't... I can go back inside. I don't want no, to interrupt, no, no, but... No, come, come, come sit down. I'm just drinking a black and latte <laughs> looking for my journal. And Beryl here, I guess, decided to join me. I was just sitting there, like... Uh, sort of like doing that thing where you like lean back on the back two part like legs of the chair and just spinning a knife <laughs> like a total shithead. You remind me of a friend I had once. Oh, uh, well, I hope I'm, that's good memories. Well, mostly. Hopefully, memories are always good. Any <laughs> of mine with my Nana. She's a weird lady. Always eating. Don't know why. Yeah. Julian. Nice to meet you. Hi. Beryl. Uh, nice to meet you. More. What uh, brings you out to the swamp of eternal night? Uh, getting the fuck away from other places. Uh, I'm journeying. Fair enough. Uh, I am journeying and writing random tidbits of information in my journal, and he shows you. And. Do you read Draconic? You're not. Then, literally in the book, you see, like, on very, very stained pages, in between ink spills, the most random tidbit of writing that does not look like it forms a line at all. Okay. Well. So, the what? If you're wondering what I'm reading, it's actually what I'm currently about. It pulls out this green, brown, and bar that has it looks like oats in it. So this is something my nana showed me how to make. It's supposedly. Mint chocolate oats in it. And he starts nibbling on it. Okay. You're a weird dude. Oh, yes. That's been 
told to me explicitly since the day I was born. Here you go, more. Here's your green brain. Ah, thank you. I'm ready and willing to try this. He just green. Uh, here's your out. steamed salamander. Thank you. Can I get anything else for the table? No, no. Th this is wonderful. Thank you. The the latte was superb. Remember, eat, enjoy, and remember the dark is always there. You've said yes. multiple times, every Thank person you. in this town won't shut up about it. It's... Uh, I mean, I, I would say don't worry about it, but they're not wrong. They should really put it on the tourism info then so that you don't show up without a lantern and then you have to buy one on the way here. Sorry, it's I apologize. So... Well, I, tourism? I knew information before coming here, hence why I already had my lantern. It's not a thing. It, did you get a brochure for a lantern somewhere? Me? But I no. had to come through here and I had to go through other places and they should have told me that I needed one. Um, Somebody should have said something. You, I'm sorry, you came to a I place called the Swamp of Eternal Night, and you didn't think maybe I should have a light source. Why would I? That makes no sense. Because it's the Swamp of Eternal Night. I have a torch, but I was told when I got here that that was insufficient, so... That's Regardless, this is silly, and they should have told me beforehand. Who is Normally, they? I'm Who carrying around my, my, my lantern instead of my torch. Somebody, somewhere. I went through other towns around. Somebody should have said something. A older woman kind of hobbles in and sits down next to you guys. Is it oh. the old woman that I knocked out? Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> Fabulous, guys. Oh, hello, man. It's good to hello. see you again. Hello there, young whippersnappers. Hello. Hey, you look, you look familiar. I met you before. Is she talking to me? Yeah, she's talking to you. No. Oh, okay. Um, say, I was looking for strong, brave, adventurer type folks to, well, rescue a dear friend of mine who, see, lost, and I was just wondering if you would be up to the task. Uh, I, for one, am always ready for learning anything new but, and helping out, but I don't know about these two. I mean, what's in it for me? Oh, um, well... I have. I am very wealthy. I, I can. I can pay. Insight check on this woman's wealth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I must know how wealthy the woman is. That was bad. It was an eight. I think she's the richest woman on Vittori. <laughs> and you're fairly certain that that, that is an accurate. <laughs> that that's better than my two. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Okay. That's, uh, I, I don't mind not getting paid. I'll take the adventure. If, if you could help me rescue Eagle, I, I would appreciate it. 
and I can compensate you. That's that's fine. Um, who's what does Igor look like? No, Igor. Igor. Uh, um, uh, Y G O R L. Igor. Okay, if we're, okay, thank you. Because I also thought it was Igor with an I. Uh, no, I'm afraid I don't know any Igors that have eyes. What? It, it more what? just starts chuckling. That's a good one. Uh, oh, could you all help me then? Sure, fine, whatever. Uh, Where I did you last mind. see him? Yeah. Well, we were we were going over to check on the depths, and then Igor disappeared, and I don't know what happened, and I'm quite lost. And uh, Igor have a lantern. Yes, Igor did. Okay, it's one less thing to worry about. I would say that the depths is the place to start, um, and uh, go for, go from there. The depths. That's right. What if anything Why do I know about that? Searching. Uh, so the depths is the name that the locals of Lantern gave to a system of caves near Lantern that progressively get darker and more progressive, tighter fit, and deeper into the cave you go. Ma'am. And no one's, no one's fully reached the bottom of the depths. Ma'am. Yes. Why, why were you in the depths? Oh no, we just went to the beginning of the depths because we were looking for a lost little girl, you see. So you've lost two people then. Well, what was this oh, no, girl's no. We, name? We, we, we found a little girl, all right. And then you thought, okay, all right, that's. Yeah, yeah. So she, she's 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 now here uh, memorialized on the wall inside. She didn't have a lantern, you see. Okay, that makes sense. Your town's fucked up. Welcome to the Swamp of Eternal Night. It, it is a little creepy, but I still like it here, and Moore still has a smile, and he's finishing his food. should come that by Bugsboro sometime. Good. Actually, I can't say anything to Bugsboro. I haven't been back in five years. Um, do you think we should go now? Is it... Oh, no, no, that's a terrible idea. That's... It's nighttime. I know it's nighttime. The dark is always watching. Yes, the dark is always well, well, watching. The, the shadows is, are always listening. It's... Yes. Alright, we can go in the morning. And, and the silence is deafening. If only. Hey. Um... I appreciate everything that you're doing, and, and I am I'm very uh, grateful. 
um, as a as a token of my appreciation and and a token of goodwill that I will pay you upon your your success. Uh, here, I have something nice. She hands you a bag, a small bag, on it on the table. And you guys kind of all look down at the bag instinctively. You look back up and she's gone. Oh, I wanted to ask um, her about the mayor. Dang it. Beryl is opening uh, the bag. Where did she go? Beryl doesn't care where this woman went. She's opening the bag. There are 12 black dry beans inside the bag. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Can I do a history check to see if I know uh, this item? Do you? I don't know if I've shown you the inside of the bag. Beryl is going to try and take some of these without y'all knowing. Uh, yeah, you can uh, you can make a sleight of hand check. Alrighty. And more and dream. You guys can make a perception check. It's a 13. It wasn't especially good. Oh, 13 is my passive. My passive is 14, so we both... Great, see so y'all both see me, like, trying to d- steal beans. Why are you stealing beans from a bag? I mean, she made it seem like they were worth something. Just just leave them in the bag. All right, and she'll put them back in the bag. Those are, why would we get a bag of beans? Huh. Nana's never told me about those. I... Has to identify on these beans. Uh, sure. Uh, as Wait, you're hang casting, on. Do I have the identify? Beans. That's a question. Or you, you're getting a good look at this uh, green brain, and it's it's pretty big. It's about it's about a foot and a half long by about eight inches wide. The um, fuck? That's so and, weird. Yeah. And it's it's pretty thick, meaty. You can see all the oh. running through it. Um, oh, I'm still <laughs> eating it. Like it. It's majority of le- the gone, it gone, and you can see on Moore's face he does not care. And uh, in between oh, no, bites, no, it, going, it's, I've eaten it worse. Is, it is absolutely delicious. And uh, for the next twenty-four hours, you have advantage on Constitution saving throws. Woo! But yeah, uh, uh, once he f- fully finishes, he goes. You know, my nana has cooked weirder stuff. Once she had me eat some eyeballs. Eyeballs isn't weird stuff. I don't have um, identify. The, these were eyeballs of a newt, she said. I don't know. Um, could I like do an arcana check on the beans? Because now I'm suspicious of the Same. beans because I, I this like other person was weird about the beans. Yeah, yeah, sure. I have um, a plus I mean, 10 to arcana, a, so let's see. You get a good look at your steamed salamander, and it's like a whole salamander with its toes clipped. 12. That's kind of I also been, got a 12. It's kind of been gutted and ranged over uh, spinach. And then it curled up and steamed right there. Shout out to the two crew. I got a 12. It's delicious. Uh, I also got a 12. Um, it, 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 it might be magic. Maybe. Right. I got a cool. 13. So, um, you know. Um, yeah. And so you chow down on the steamed salamander. And once again, it's absolutely, absolutely delicious. And you now have advantage on any dexterity based skills for the next three hours. Okay. So you guys were sitting there eating, and 
talking, you got the bag of beans sitting in front of you. What are you guys doing during the meantime? Uh, I'm still reading from my book, and in between bite, bites of the brain, I'm eating that weird green, brown, and oat bar to supplement something. W would you like some of this bar? I, I have more. I don't eat. I'm made well, of rocks. I... I don't think I have any rocks. I don't eat rocks either. I just am rock. Oh, okay. Uh, Drian, would you like to try some of this? One of these bars? Sure. He pulls up the bar and sits in front of you. It's about the size of his hand. <laughs> it's pretty big. Uh, that has mint, chocolate, and oats. So hopefully you enjoy it. I'm going to take a very small piece of this and eat it. Does it complement the salamander that I'm eating? It absolutely does not. I didn't think so. <laughs> um, what? You don't want mint and salamander? <laughs> I don't want mint and salamander. No, I'm going to just go ahead and like hold paper around this, stick it in my bag with the intent to chuck it in the swamp the moment I have the chance. You guys wrap up and finish eating and it's starting to get very quiet and there's most of most everyone's back inside their homes with the lanterns hanging up by the door um, you see the reflection off of the swamp and you hear the sound of the water lapping against the trees growing out of it and you Door open, and out comes the wind. You all finished then? Uh, I can take everything. Yeah. Yes, it was very wonderful. Thank you. <clears throat> yes, thank you. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. We will be staying with us tonight. I know. Vrian Barrow, yes. More. Will you be staying with us again tonight? Yes, and can I have the same room? That bed was definitely big enough, and it was very comfortable. Absolutely. It'll be two silver. He hands them two silver. Right. Remember to head inside soon. A few is in 15 minutes. Sleep tight, and the shadows are always listening. Is everybody in this town cryptic? Probably. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna head inside shortly after everybody does. Uh, yeah, Beryl is also going in. Before Moore goes inside, he slips his notepad, his journal into a pocket on the inside of his, uh, on the left side of it, his vest on the inside and just heads inside. Everyone heads up to their individual rooms. We'll get ready for that. Beryl, we start with you. You lay down in a comfortable bed. It's quiet. 
still there's a lantern sitting on the desk near you. A piece of parchment, a quill, and an inkwell. There's also a singular wardrobe and a small wash basin. As you lay down in bed and slowly start to close your eyes, you hear a sound, deep reverberating within the back of your head. I'm watching. I'm listening. And I am have I heard this voice in my head before? You have not. Can I make like a... Like, I know I keep rolling a bunch of insight checks, but Beryl is so just, like, shifty that she doesn't trust anybody. Um, can I insight check the voice? Yeah, you can insight check the voice. Garbage, that's a seven. Uh, this voice is scary. It's scary. Fuck you! She tries to go back to sleep. Coming over to you, getting back and comfortable in your bed, tossing your things to the side, and trying to snuggle in down. And you hear the voice saying as last night. I am here. I am listening. I am darkness, and I see you. Oh, hopefully you see me. I'm currently laying in bed. It's slightly creepy that you watch me, but thanks for talking to me again and reminding me of my Nana always watching while I slept. I swear she never slept. back over to you. You're in your room. Tell yourself in. Lay down in bed. And you here. Florian Gargan. Ooh, no. Your hour is near. Not Cadigan. Are you the mayor? Time is coming. My time is always coming. Um, how is now any different? The choice is yours. I am watching. Yeah, again. I am darkness. You are darkness. You are darkness itself. You are the shadows that listen. This is who you are. Good night. Adrian Cadigan. Not Cadigan. You all fall asleep, roughly, and wake up unrested. Shifty and just 
still drained. Like, like a little bit of your happiness was sapped away from sleeping here again. Moore is still smiling, even though he has this energy drain. He's just like, another day! her face and everything and then she will go downstairs um uh and wait for the other two i'm gonna make sure that i have everything that i need for the day and grab these letters that i wrote uh, for quincy and demaris and head downstairs Moore comes downstairs and looks at uh, Beryl and is like, oh, I saw you playing with a knife the other night. Do you like knives? I love knives. He reaches back into his pack and pulls out two daggers. I don't plan on using these. Do you want them? Uh, yeah, I want them. Uh, and she will absolutely take those from you. Yes, yes, yes. More daggers. Right. Well, I need to post these and then get it out. Sounds great. Let's go. Let's go. You head out. And does everyone have their lantern? Yes. Yes. Of course, I have my, my lantern. Left hand, but my right hand with the, the wraps around it is completely empty. Will you all be staying with us again tonight? Uh, possibly. Don't know. I have yet to decide. Check out set three. Sounds great, weird dude. Bye. Thank you. I'll probably be back. Um, I'm going to hand him a gold. Just uh, keep our rooms open. Please. Would you all like a latte for the room? Please, that was really good the sure. other day. Here you all are. And he hands you each one latte. Complimentary with the room. And as you all kind of sip your lattes, you feel some of the engine starting to come back as you are no longer suffering from that level of exhaustion. Oh, this latte is really good. Yeah. No, if he's... Right. You ready? Did anybody else hear the voice last night? Every night. I had heard some rumors about it, but I didn't really believe it until last night when I stayed in this night. It's kind of entertaining. Like my Nana always watching. 
Your Nana's always watching you? Uh, when I was younger, she always watched me. When I was sleeping, she always watched. When I was training, she was watching. Always knitting and always watching. Never left me alone. Could not really go out in the forest either. Was either had to be in the hut or around the hut. At least five feet within it. You know, I'm not, I'm not touching that one. Uh, I'm gonna walk, make sure my lantern is lit, and then go outside. Uh, uh Beryl is doing the same and following. So you head out, have your lanterns set, and head towards where you go. Just focus. If there is still one here. head over and there's a small uh, post receptacle. I'm good and drop my letters in. You do so. Okay. Doubts then. To the depths. Um, yes. Let's go. to start walking in that direction. As you walk across the docks towards the depths, you reach the edge of the cave system. It's about 15 feet across, about 10 feet high, and you can see only about 3 feet into the cave as it gets darker, further into the cave. Um, because we've reached the cave, uh, Beryl is casting mage armor on herself. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? I can go first. I don't mind going first, but if I get stuck, y'all are stuck behind me. Yeah, I should go first. As you head further into the cave, the darkness just swallows you all. The light only being able to emanate further enough out of you as you can see your immediate surroundings. As you continue to walk further and further into the depths. You take every single step closer and closer to wherever this thing ends. Something immediately feels off. The air around you is cold and wet, not warm, humid like outside of there. Like something in here is unnaturally keeping you cold, shivering all the way down to a sort of penetration deep into your soul. To take further and further steps, you 
come to a bit of a crossroads. There are three paths ahead of you. One leading towards your left. One leading down the center. And another leading down the right. There are rooms at the foot of each pathway. On the left, you have an abyssal room. On the center, you have a minotaur room. And on the right, you have a celestial room. Uh, I can read the abyssal room. I can read the celestial one. I can't read none of them. I might be no minotaur at this point, but I'm not sure. The minute the so sort of the abyssal room is that of shadow. Okay. The celestial room is that of sight. Can I do a quick nature check to see if there's any footprints besides ours on the ground? You can make a survival check, yeah, for tracking. That's a two. I just noticed us. It's too hard to tell here in this cave. I'm not used to like I can't tell if anybody's been here other than us. So, what do the ruins say? Well, this one says sight. And this one says shadow. Um, the voice last night said something, three somethings that kind of sounded like ghost. One was darkness, which would kind of go with sight. The shadow is watching. What was the other one? What other one? I thought it was like the, the shadow is watching some darkness and then something else. I can't honestly think of it right now. I don't know. I don't know. I told the voice to fuck off. I... Mm. Okay. You hear crying coming down the center walkway. The center path. Center path that has does the minotaur like rune in it. Adult, or does it sound it, like it, a it, child? It sounds like a young child, probably eight, nine years old. Um. Didn't they say they found the child? That is what they said. Okay, so there's probably another one. Oh, let's go that way. Or it's not a real child. Or it's not a real child. It could be that too, but I still want to at least attempt to look. I'm going to take out my spear. Uh. Okay. And, um... Touch it to the Minotaur symbol and see if anything happens. And see it lights up softly, emanating a little bit of light. As you can see, a sort of bit of wispy black smoke 
that's all around you here. And then the room dissipates. Well, that's fun. Would it be like we have to do something to each of the runes? Like, I mean, we don't know what the Minotaur said, right? But you did touch that spear to it, and then it glowed, and then it went away. So I wonder if we, like... But then what would sight mean? Would that mean we would have to see? I've no idea. This is just a suggestion. Can I? Is the kid still crying? Yeah, it's just it's just okay. a small, it's just a small soft crying sound. Okay. Can I cast detect magic? Sure, go ahead. Okay. I, I cast detect magic, but you see wisps of gold all throughout the air around you, as if like everything around you, even the air in here, is magical. Um, but you do see a deep presence of concentrated magic down the right, center, and left pathways. Oh, good. Very useful. Very helpful. <laughs> um, can I tell the schools of magic? Uh, sure. Uh, you can tell that the um, the magic that's in the air is a sort of illusion magic. Down the left-hand path, you can see a conjuration magic. On the center path, you can see a transmutation magic. Oh, and down the right path, you can see a, uh, a sort of uh, evocation magic. I'm going to relay this information. No necromancy? That's a bummer. Why would you want there to be necromancy? Because I'm a necromancer? Interesting. Look, do we want to just go towards the sad kid Uh, noise? Well, it's transmutation magic, so. I mean, yeah, maybe, but maybe I don't know. Don't go towards the obvious. That's not a child. Then which of the other two do you suggest? Do you want to go towards the conjuration or the evocation? Well, for the conjuration, if we need to conjure something, I could do that. Or do you think it's I think going something, to something has been conjured or will be conjured if we go down that path? I don't know if. And then evocation. There's several things that could be. Yeah. So. Which way? personally feel like I would rather deal with the vacation magic. And let's go that way. And Beryl's gonna start moving towards that direction. Okay. Apparently we're going that way. 
You hear the crying slowly getting softer and disappears as you head down the right tunnel. And as you do, the tunnel starts to get tighter and shorter until it's now it's about six foot five tall and about only two feet wide. Sunbite. The, the, the sucks. Kneeling. Need big rooms. Um. So detect uh, magic lasts ten minutes. Is the shortening of this magical, or is it just the no, natural? It's natural. Just it just is. It is. <laughs> okay. As you're getting further and further in, and you head deeper and deeper, squeezing by, shifting your way through until you finally get into this antechamber inside the death. You can see here, it looks to be a giant toad statue that is like hovering almost. Still like sitting on its back legs, but like hovering over, like, like, like judging directly what's in front of it. Um, on either side, there is um, stone archers that are pointing arrows directly at each other. And in between them is a center pedestal. It's also stone with intricate runes carved all around the pedestal. Uh, there are also uh, basically these giant oil dishes where you'd be able to light them to get a light source in here. Um, and underneath the legs, of the, the giant toad-like creature, there is a door, stone door. Uh, what, do we recognize what language the runes are in or just recognize the runes at all? Uh, I know you can uh, go over there and check it out. Mm. I, don't, I don't like you asking me that question. I don't, I don't care for that. See the source of the um, evocation magic in here. The evocation magic is on the pedestal, as well as the two archers themselves. Okay. Mm -hmm. So something with the pedestal and archers is will trigger. Trigger something. This is a very interesting room, and so with that information, I'm going to carefully walk up to the pillar and without touching it, examine these runes. I'm right behind. Um, you see that they are all in celestial. Okay, so what do they say? You see that around the edge of the rim, it says yes. We are cold. We are bright. We end with the night. And with all that we can see, dancing leaves. We are cold. Right. Hmm. oil dishes were there again? There are two. There's two, okay. 
but I don't think Dreans relayed this information. Yet. No, it's it, this is for me, the person, not Barrel the asshole. <laughs> so you're cold. Oh, Moore's looking around. You're bright. What was the wording about disappearing with the night? We disappear, we with, disappear. The night, with the end with of the night. End of night. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be saying this out loud because I have people with me and I need to know. Wouldn't that okay. be shadows or darkness? Why would shadows be bright? No, it's cold. It's shadows. Shadows can also be in the bright because of the light hitting them. So... Oil we disappear with the night, yeah. Yeah, shadows disappear with the night, so if we light Oh, the it's with dishes, the end of night, though. Yeah, but if we light the oil dishes, darkness and shadows go away. Is there oil currently in the dishes? There is not. Okay, they're just dishes for oil. All right. I do have oil. So we could just light it and see what happens. But considering there seems to be magic attached to this pillar, right. I don't know if we want to I'm do that. I'm going to prep dispel magic. Go for it. Great. I am going to, uh, with my inventory, uh, use my, I have a little oil flask and I will pour a little bit into each of the dishes and then, uh, uh, on the off chance that they need to be lit simultaneously, look at more and be like, uh, do you have a tinderbox? Oh yes, I have a tinderbox. Great. Porch. On the count of three, we're going to light these. One. Two, three, and then she's gonna light uh, the uh, one dish. Light mine as well. As you both light yours, you try and see the two archers glow a bright red and then fire fire bolts directly into the pedestal. Into the pedestal? Off oh, the tip of the arrows. Mm hmm. Like hitting the center of the pedestal. Did I think in the pedestal? No, no, no the archers oh. weren't in the pedestal. Um. No, I'm just, I was just making sure that there wasn't something on the pedestal that I was forgetting. I knew that the archers were a separate sort of entity. What happens when the firebolts hit the pedestal? It's, it scorches the stone and then nothing else. The archers lean back up to looking at each other and that is all. Mm. We're definitely missing a piece here. We're missing something, yeah. I'm 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 confused by the existence of this big frog. Well, the frogs, well, the frogs represent lantern. What they used to before whatever took over as mayor. What if we put something flammable on the pedestal? Like a torch? Yeah, and then light it again and see what happens. Yeah, that's a good question. The lights of the um the, dishes the oil, go out. The oil is still the oil is still lit. The oil's still lit. Okay. I 
take my torch from my bag and lay it on the pedestal. As soon as it touches the pedestal, two bolts of fire right from the archer's tips and hit the torch and it turns to ash. Okay, so it can't be wood. And I'm not sticking my quarterstaff in there. Ostensibly, your quarterstaff would be wood. Well, what if I stick my crowbar in there and I stick the crowbar on the pedestal? Now we're just getting. Now we're just trying shit. We're just seeing what throwing spaghetti at the wall, baby. Um, We have. (laughs) As soon as it touches the pedestal, smoke, cinders, nothing. Burned iron. Fantastic. So it melts iron. Melt destroys wood. Why don't you uh, give us a repeat of the, the the inscription? require me to remember the inscription. <laughs> I'm going to read it again. Okay. It says, We are cold. We are bright. We end with the end of night. Dance with the wind like leaves. And for some reason, you realize that this is not exactly the same inscription that was there before. Words have changed. But words changed is the problem. I'm held up on the we are cold thing because it's been a lot of fire. You know? So... I have another dumb idea. But at the same time... And I don't think it will work. You said the, like, big frog is, like, sort of floating, right? It's kind of like hovering, judging whatever's on the pedestal. So it has to be worthy of landing. Drian, what do frogs like? Flies. I don't have any of those. Well... Why don't you make me a nature check? Oh, good. Nature, a thing I'm good at. Seven. Uh, no, it has to be Dream Spoon. Seven? You're fairly certain you've seen this kind of species of frog in Lantern before. Does this look like the frog, the, the type of frog that woman turned into? No, it does not. Damn. I've seen this, this species of frog in Lantern before. Interesting. Do you know frogs anything and lanterns before? I know anything specific about, about it? Frog? Seen it in lantern before. It's been five years since I've been back. Here. 
Everything is a little fuzzy. Well, that tends to happen when you travel around and you don't have a journal. And now Moore's slightly writing something in the journal, and it's a weird picture of a frog. Of course it is. I love Moore's weird picture of a frog. I think that's great. It's the we are cold thing that. It's the we are cold that's weird. What cold things do frogs like? Flies aren't cold, they're gross. Could it be water? Do we have water? Water doesn't fit with any of the other things in this. And that's the thing. No, but I'm, I'm wondering if the other things are like. Like, not that it's uh, one thing has to meet all of them, but if it's like almost like steps to a thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because, like, We Are Bright sort of matches uh, with us lighting those things. Yeah. I don't know about the dancing either. Oh, that seems. Flames dance. Mm. Right? Uh, I guess so, this like, is true. Everything but flames the do dance. Cold part? feels like fire tracks Hmm. <laughs> mm. what would happen yes that's i'm trying to think. what a fire book called what would happen out of curiosity um i or i was thinking uh, to to chill touch the pillar. <laughs> you have chill touch. You want to um, try it? I do have chill touch. I'm gonna try it. I, I would I would like to, I would like to point out that it's a it's a pedestal. It's like something that could be stood on. Mm, I don't like that. I don't want to stand on it. <laughs> I'm gonna try and chill touch it first and just see what happens if I do that. Like, I want to know if, like, a spell hand triggers. Notice, uh... You do that, and two fire bolts hit the... Hit the hand. Right. Right. Hmm. Uh, as soon as Beryl steps away, my right hand goes up, and I ray of frost it. (laughs) See what happens. I think someone has yeah, to stand on it. Yeah, someone has to stand on it, and I can stand on it. What's the worst Whoa, that could happen? I no. don't exist No, anymore. no. Yes, you continue. You're not cold, though. Sure? That guy's from... Moore's yeah. from Cold Place. And is like a giant burly guy. He'll be fine. But you do notice that the inscription changed. Okay, what does it oh, say no. now? It says... When the fire my father lit... That burns in the night, but not in the day. Burns in the night, but not in the day. Like, like stars. <laughs> like. Um. What if it's a lantern? Oh, uh, this is obvious, and we're dumb. <laughs> it has to be Somebody a lantern. Somebody has to let go of their lantern. Somebody has to give it up. I'll do it. I'll do it. Barrel will not offer up her lantern. Moore just sets his lantern down and (laughs) walk uh, on the pedestal and walks back. Like without touching it, he sets his lantern down and steps back. 
As soon as you do, two bolts of fire hit it, and the lantern is no more. Well, that sucks. Something happened, at least? Like... No, nothing happened. Great. We've been baited. <laughs> but, the root, but the inscription has changed again. Of course it has. Sure, sure, sure. Good thing I'm a spare. Hold that spare. <laughs> Lights. I'm glad you have a spare. And but a sphere. A sphere that burns, but not with fire. The flames kissing the planet below. What are the flames? If not but me. Why does it sound like the sun? It sounds like the sun. <laughs> I'm with you. A lot of this sounds like the sun. But how are we going to represent the sun? I, don't I am a sun, but I'm not going to stand on that if I'm going to get disintegrated. Yeah, that would really hurt. Um, I also don't because... Why would I? The only thing I have is Scorching Ray, but I doubt that'll work. No, that's effectively what the archers are. Are shooting. Uh, just me looking at spells and inventory being like, which one of you can maybe do something for me? cast sacred flame at the thing. Watch this thing change again. Cast sacred flame once again, and it changes again. Now was it say? As the fires hit once more, it now says once again, we are cold, we are bright. We end with the end of night. We dance with the wind like leaves. Bathe in us, if you please. Yep, I'm standing on this pedestal. I'm just taking a whole step onto it. Okay. I'm standing there next to you. I'm not. <laughs> like, might as well. happens immediately. Fine. I go stand on the pedestal. Still nothing happens. Well, this was dumb anyway. Well, at least we haven't been incinerated. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's great, but like... <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what it means. At this point, I am... The frog looks down. Oh, Parts no. The, <laughs> the frog looks door. down. What does the oh, frog wait, do? Wait, what? Frog? Hello, frog. Speak the word. Uh, bird? <laughs> I hate I'm you. Gonna need, I'm going to need you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. All okay. Three of Damn it! I, I, I don't even feel bad. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. 
Mine's a 14. <laughs> Drian! Oh, Drian! I got a 15. <laughs> Um, each one of you will take 10 fire damage. Okay, okay. that's not as bad as they could have been. And you hear, speak the word. Moore's just sitting there. <laughs> Moore's lost. Sipping through his now somewhat scarce journal and trying to see if he could find anything that looks like this. This was shadow, right? This was sight. We went down the sight path? We went down the sight path. That's what I'll say. Start saving yep. time. All three we're gonna We're gonna die to a we're puzzle. We're gonna die to a puzzle because none of us can do it. 15. Because we're all... 19. Alright, that's a success. You're going to take half. 8. Fail. Dream. That's 15. That's a fail. That'll be 10 more fire damage. 5 for barrel. Great. Speak the word. Stars? Next 30 saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I had to Before also make a dumb Moore answer. moves, he yells sunlight. <laughs> just doing them all at the same time. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just... <laughs> Alright. So technically my dice is sitting between 4 and 14, <laughs> but it says it's a 6, so... That's, still, that's, still, that's still a fail yeah. either way. Uh, 14, which is a fail, I'm yep. pretty sure. And since there were two answers said, again, that is going to be 26 fire damage. Yeah, so. I am hoit. As fire bolts from the archer's arrows hit you once again. Speak the word. Look at everybody just shrugging. Nobody right. wants so to say anything because we're all so know. scared. Just puzzling. I'm I'm reading all of the things again. You had we are cold, we are bright. We end with the end of night. We dance with the we with the wind like leaves. Bathe in us, if you please. I am but a sphere, a sphere that burns, but not with fire. The flames kissing the planet below. What are the flames if not but me? When the fire my father lit, that burns in the night, but not in the day.
brain just does not want to connect this these is, dots at all. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, this is great. Yeah, content for an audio medium right is now, three idiots trying I, to do I a puzzle. I have no idea right now. My brain is just not comprehending these riddles. Okay. Speak the word. I'm going to step off the pedestal. I'm also going to so. step off the pedestal. You do so. And the the frog looks back up. Yeah, I'm getting off the pedestal while we puzzle this yeah. out because otherwise I will die. Uh, I'm going to do some some curing in here. Uh, uh what? Like I have no idea. gonna do a mass cure wounds everybody can heal for eight points thank you friend i know it's not many look it's probably the difference between life and death so jeez louise this is impossible and i know it's not it's but i'm looking at this just, and just going just probably overthinking it which is uh, almost assuredly true right Fear that burns. Fear that burns without fire. Which makes without fire, but is but there's also the thing that burns in the night but not in the day. I mean like is it the moon? A candle's not really a sphere though. But a candle does cast a shadow of a sphere. Its That's what happens, right? Like, <laughs> okay. Light, spheres, cold, I not fire. I have no idea. So it goes away during the daytime. It goes away during the daytime. Set stars, right? It, yeah, we said stars. It has to be something to do with the moon. We have we have no, not said moon or moonlight. Well We've hard. only said stars. We just thought about it real hard and haven't said it. Look, yeah. we almost died. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Ready to try this again? 
Not really. Once again, let's once more with feeling. Might as well. Step back onto the pedestal. Yeah. I'm just standing there, just the meh face across my thing, just staring at the frog. <laughs> and so all three of you get back mm -hmm. on the pedestal. And the frog looks down. Speak the word. Moonlight. The doors open. Yep, okay. I feel yep. dumb. <laughs> Yep, 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 but hey, sometimes you just gotta be Don't an worry. idiot. Yeah. Uh, it hey. happens. You thought we had said Moonlight already? <laughs> <laughs> so I had eliminated it as an idea. You'd eliminated it oh, as an God. option. I was not thinking Moonlight because... It had, it had crossed my mind earlier. I was also just so scared of death. Well, for Let's me, my brain just ended a second let ago. Us, let us move. Do. We're going through the doors. Uh, and we can be sad about our intelligent yep. characters being I'm, I'm dumb. following <laughs> later. I'm writing now in my book these riddles and the answer and go, putting in small scribbles. Like, you don't understand. It just, said, just shows a sad face and that's it. That's all it is. It's just sad, sad noodles. <laughs> turning, turning the page of my notebook because I don't want to look at that terrible list of things. Down, down the hole, down right, the hole under go. the frog. So you head in through the door. As you head further in, you reach a very odd room cobblestone all around ornate trim beautiful ornate rug laid out a seven person dining table in the center oddly shaped seven sides seven seats on the other side of the room is a set of double doors On the table itself, there are seven dishes with a cover over the plate, concealing whatever it is underneath. One in front of each seat. There is nothing else inside the room besides the table, the dishes, the chair, the rug, and the doors on the other side. So there's nothing on this rug. The table and the chairs are on the rug. Out curiosity, are all of the sides to the table like the same length? Yes, they are. It's okay. A, an equal septagram. Perfect. Interesting setup for Um. After the last one, this is. I am very suspicious. This this path. We're already here. Uh, uh, is it is it possible to take short rest <laughs> while while looking at yeah. all of this? Great. That's, that's, totally, that's totally fine. I would love to do that because I am Hoyt. You feel 
really uneasy in this room. Like you shouldn't be lingering in here. eyes everywhere. Daggers in shadow. Maps underfoot. And everything in here is wrong. So, I don't think we should stay longer than necessary. No. No, no, no. Um, can I... Yeah. I'm gonna use... I'm gonna cast Mage Hand to try the door on the other side to see if it'll just open. I don't think it will, but hey. Cast Mage Hand on the door and it opens. Um. Hmm. I like that arguably worse than if it was just locked. So do we just go ahead, or do we no, try and that, figure that, out that this table? Let's try to figure out the table. Um, Are there so, any words or on this table at all? No, it's just the, the dishes that are covered. I'm going to stand... Barrel standing very far back from this table and is going to uh, tell everyone else. Um... Let's stay back from the table for a second, and then she's going to send the mage hand over to uncover one of the dishes. You uncover one of the dishes, and it's a small, shallow bowl with maggots squirming all over. Yummy! Tasty, tasty, tasty. maggots are wonderful. Yeah, they are. How would you Um, know? Moore's going to do the same thing with his quarterstaff uncovering one. You uncover the next one, and you see earthworms that are intertwining around each other in the next oh, bowl. Lots of wiggly buddies. So are, are there different wiggly buddies in each one? We, yeah. I'm going to slowly uncover each one with my quarter set. Yeah, barrels, barrel's helping with, with the mage hand. I don't want to touch this if I can't help it. The, the next one, you see that there are a bunch of leeches. Ooh! Love that. The next one, there are a bunch of transparent eggs. The next one, there are cockroaches squirming all over each other. And the next one, there are moths huddling all together. You notice none of them are flying. They're They're like staying in the world. That's weird. That is weird that they're not leaving the bowl, but part of me wants to eat all of these because I've had them before and they taste great, surprisingly. Uh, And then there's one more bowl? You open the final final one and it's an empty bowl. I'm guessing we put something in this bowl. We put one of each thing in this bowl. (laughs) Welcome to Fear Factor, y'all. Stick your hand in each one of these bowls. I can use Mage Hand. Yeah, let's test, see what happens when you pull. Yeah, I'm gonna Mage Hand and like pick up a a maggot (laughs) and and put it in in the empty bowl. As soon as it hits the bowl, it's incinerated. Wonderful. So Um, I'm guessing it's not food that we stick in there. 
What would eat each one of these? Frogs. Frogs. Does any of us have frogs I on them? I might have a frog. I don't know if it's alive. I was not expecting Lantern to take money when I got here. Well. I mean, it's if you don't mind, Drian, maybe just set the frog at the bowl. I'm gonna set what happens <laughs> one of my dead. money frogs. My money frogs. <laughs> my, <laughs> my money frogs on the freaking table. Set your money frog on the freaking table. She kind of looks over at you. I shrug. Looks at all the. <laughs> looks at all the. All, all the bugs on there. Looks back at you. Looks back at all the bugs. Looks back at you again. Does it does it look like the real bugs? You want them? If you want them, you can try to eat them. Um, dearest DM, can I make some sort of like intelligence check on the stages of uh, decomp? Because I feel uh, like <laughs> Beryl knows that pretty pretty well. What? The necromancer knowing the yeah. stages of decomp. You, 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 you. You can make a nature check. How good is my nature? My nature's not terrible. Let's see. Uh, that'll be a 14. Uh, it looks like everything in here is in pristine condition. Okay, I was more not thinking these are this decomp... Uh, I'm thinking that, like, the things are, like, associated with the stages. Oh, um... Yeah, I mean, like, not not so much. No, okay, I'm not getting that vibe. The, All right, because the the, the 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 leeches and the moths stayed otherwise. Yeah, they do stay otherwise. Okay, cool. Well, we could still stick the frog in the bowl, I guess. Oh, I think we should let the frog make its own decision about the bowls. Oh, I guess that's fair. It's your that frog. I'm not gonna make you the, make the, the frog, frog do anything. Is its own person and should be able to decide. There are there are chairs at this yes. table, right? Seven, there seven, are. There are seven, seven chairs. Seven, seven, seven. What ha what what happens if I use the mage hand to like pull out one of the chairs? So you pull out one of the chairs and it scoots away from the table. I'm gonna go sit in a chair. Just right. see what happens. So, you do so. Nothing happens. Great. Uh, I pull out like a tiny hammer from my pack and throw it towards the open door to see what happens. It flies all the way through the open door and clatters oh, to the other side. I'm gonna go. I had to check. I, I, I like. I do not we, blame you. We just ignore this and move forward. Like. What does this mean? Everything anything? means something to someone at some point in time. Well, maybe the this is true. Hey, how many more money frogs I do you don't have? Want to subject the frogs? Like he's very concerned. Look, this is a weird place, and maybe this is uh, a dinner, a, a fucked up dinner party. For the frog, and see what happens. Like, put my hand on the table next to the frog, see what happens. Uh, 
Apparently no one's wanting to climb my hand. It's Drian's frog. Yeah, I just wanted to see if I could pick it up and look at it. Mm. Frog makes his own choices. Uh, Beryl's going to get up and just sort of head towards the door. She's had enough of this table that uh, she, in Beryl's yeah, mind, I'm, this is just a rest stop and she does not care anymore. We've, I, we've had that feeling to get out of here this whole time. So I'm going to pick up my yeah. frog. <laughs> I'm going to follow Beryl. Uh, I'm just retrieve, the retrieve the boy and let's, let's get. Guys, walk through the door and the door closes behind you. And uh, I look is at my it hammer. is it locked? No. Nope. Okay, I just wanted to. You can see the other side. Great. That's all I wanted to check. Yeah, I just pick up my hammer and put it back in the bag. Put my frog on my shoulder. Chill there. Um. Cool. Continuing forward then. Continuing forward. Fuck that room. It was creepy you though. Very creepy. And you kind of have to squeeze through this next part inching your way through, sliding through, getting to the part where you are inching through the cracks of the, uh, the depths of the cave. And by the time that you uh, get to the edge of it, you climb the rest of the way out, and you find yourself in a sort of antechamber. Looking around, you can see that uh, right in front of you, there's a pathway. And then to your right, there's another pathway. You can see that to your right, there is a rune in Minotaur. And to your front, there's a rune abyssal. Does the abyssal rune say shadow? It does. Great. <laughs> so... Is there, is there crying coming... Is there crying coming from the Minotaur hallway? Mm, we're back where we started, folks. Isn't that fun? Except we're missing a tunnel now. We just came from a tunnel. Yeah, but we also came. We're from... missing it. We are missing the exit. This is true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Pick your poison, creepy child, creepy or child. Uh, shadow. Might creepy child, it is. Deal with creepy child would not be the first. Not by a lot. Uh, onwards, onwards to the creepy child. having to like bob in between in and out of them diving ducking through and it just gets so thick near the end of it where they're starting to starting to compact into each other starting to connect and you see those small bits of rubble all throughout from them kind of eroding onto each other um, as you continue further and barely able to squeeze by you can see the antechamber on the other side all these and you can see that there is you can see that there's a girl who has her arms changed to a wall you can't really make out much more of her figure uh, but you can definitely see that there is a girl chained to the wall and you can also see a looks to be a uh, dwarven man with grayish skin um, who is cracking a whip at the wall and you could you assume is threatening to whip the girl that's chained. Are you there, you, you girl? 
And why the whip? Normally that's for kinky things. God damn it. <laughs> what? Somebody, everybody was thinking No. It. At no point was I thinking that. Other than you. Oh, uh, hey. my bad. Wrong. Dwarf person. What are you doing? There's no answer. All you can hear is the sound of the whip cracking and oh, crying. Okay. Well, that's gotta be stopped. Um. Does this whip go back and forth? Get out of here. You can't squeeze through this last portion because of all the slagmites and slagpites that are blocking the path. Mm. How did they get back? Yeah, that's a good question. So who's in the front right now? Oh, I assumed I was still leading. So that would mean I was in the back. Okay. Um, we can't squeeze by. What if we destroy the stalagmites? Mm. Like Mora saying this, like I'm saying this currently right now. Like, why don't we just make us some room and go out? Because we don't know what this hallway said, do we? That is correct. We do, we not, do not. None of us uh, <laughs> speak Minotaur. You, you said was conjuration, correct? The other one that we. Oh, the one we haven't touched was Conjuration. The one we have gone to before this was Evocation, and this is Transmutation. Yeah, they, so, some here is fishy. I'm gonna cast the Detect other. Magic again. So something's not right. Everything around you is coded in Transmutation. Okay. I'm gonna cast Dispel Magic on it. Everything. Um, highest level I've got is four. You cast it, and as you do, there is a small link from deep inside of the cave. As you see the, the what you assume is the grayish looking dwarf, you can now see um, this kind of long and slender green skinned individual um, with these four fingers on each hand that look like serrated blades holding the whip and you see him come over and kind of touch the side of the girl's face with his hands drawing his hand down it as it tears right into the side of the face okay mm -hmm. so the girl's what? legit and the guy is bad got it cool can i are the stalactites also transportation magic Yes. And I would like to dispel that magic as well if I can. You attempted to when you cast dispel magic and you failed. Mm. It failed, so I don't even get a roll. It mm. Yes. So how are we gonna get out? I mean, we could kill the guy. I would also rule Drian that you didn't have to expend the spell slot from the, to do it again. 
you would have, when you first cast the spell magic. It just did not work this time. Keep that spell slot. Um, I'm an imagining missile this cool. <gasps> yes! Uh, from where I'm at, I'm also going to try to ray of frost <laughs> this person. Uh, uh, I am also going to magic missile this fool. So, uh, first thing, the ray of frost goes off. Um, so go ahead and roll me for that. 21. There's, there's a ray of frost. That's a, uh, it's a deck saving throw, right? Uh, Ray of Frost is a range. No, it's a cantrip. It's a cantrip. I was, I was thinking I was getting fixed the cone of cold. Um, Uh, So, yeah. um, That'll hit. No damage. Okay. Four damage. It's this gentleman. And then Creature magic, uh, magic missile automatically hits unless it has shield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And um, yep. we damage. Please. Waiting for D&D Beyond to do the thing. I hit healing word instead of magic missile. That was fun. It happens. Total of um. eight. A okay. total of... I only got three for the level that I cast oh. it at. Yeah, I also only got three. I got a total of 11. 8 and 11 from our magic missiles. Um, as you hit the, the, the cold onto the onto the individual behind this light might start taxi close the rock in front of you. Magic missiles whipping through the slots as such um, and you notice that as soon as he gets hit he wheels back in pain and he climbs up onto the side of the wall piercing his fingers into the stone and climbing through the gaps in the slagmites you hear the sound of his his joints dislocating to fit in between the slots as he starts moving towards you that's fucking nasty. Delightful. That that's uh, slightly disturbing and interesting. Slightly Rather disturbing. disturbing. Are Trust- we rolling initiative? That- yes, we will be. Let me give me one second yeah. to get her pulled up, please. Buddy or pal, this is gonna be a time. Like, we couldn't do anything but arrange things. Buddy ignored us trying to talk to him, so. No, it's. I don't. We did the right thing, I think. <laughs> that was hot trash. You were hot trash. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, I did. It's better than my zero earlier. Just for all those listening, I got a four total for initiative. It was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Four barrel. 18. 18. 18. 13. All right. Barrel, you're up first. She's thing kind of clawing its way through. Um, Do I have a like line of sight on it? 
kind of intermingled in the in in the stalagmites and stalactites, but uh, yes, you do have a line of sight on it. But okay. you feel like it might benefit from at least some of the cover from the stalagmites and stalactites. Got it. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Do, do, do. Um. do want to do random question how far are we away from the room that it's currently in uh, you're basically only 20 feet away from it from the entrance to the room and this thing is about 10 feet away from you okay okay um if it's like 10 feet like would I be able to hit it with a melee uh, thing, or is it too uh, yeah. enclosed far away for no, that? Yeah, yeah, you could. Okay. Just trying to figure out what is the best option. Um. Shit, this is... Okay. We are going to um, cast Bolt of Time. Um. Uh, and so I will make a ranged spell attack. Uh, please hold. Oh god, that's terrible. That'll be a 10. That'll miss. Yeah, that'll miss. Damn. See, it, it whirls through and, and destroys one of the stalagmites in front of it. Well, that's good. I will take a destruction of a stalagmite to... Uh... <laughs> Uh, as anything, uh, and then I'm going to uh, position myself far away. Right. Um, roll real quick. Okay, still good. Uh, Rian, did you roll for me? What are you doing? Um, 20 feet away. It is 10, it is 10 feet away from you and 20 okay. feet away to the entrance. 10 feet away from you. lightning lore. Okay. Uh, this is a strength save. Alright, you have to roll to hit first mm -hmm. or just strength save? It is just a strength save. That is a 22. Excellent. Nothing happens. Anything else in your turn, Drew? Alright. So, clawing through there, he rends his hand right across Beryl's face. And that is a 22 to hit. Yeah, that'll do it. And you will take 11 slashing damage. He cuts right across your feet. Face, the yeah. serrated blades of his fingers just ripping right through the, the the gem-like structure of your face, leaving powder all over the floor. Ah. She spits at him. And then we, we 
open his mouth and you see his jaw kind of unhinged as green ichor spews out of his mouth towards you all. I need each of you to make a dexterity suit. That'll be a 16. That's a success. That's a failure. I failed. That is also a failure dream. Yes. As those who fail, you will take 47 oh, acid I'm down. <gasps> and those who succeed, you take only 23. I'm also down. I am the only one still up. Or, it is now your turn. Beryl and Dreen are both down, and this thing is ready to just tear you to bits. I am still doing? smiling, even though I am covered in acid and my own blood. And the thought in my head goes, well, this is going to suck. And I grab a bit of what I can of Drian and I dimension door. Leave me to the monster. I I am the sacrificial snack. (laughs) I dimension door to the far side of the room. If you would like, you could, and if you choose to do so, you can make a wisdom saving throw, DC 14, to attempt to take Beryl and Drian. On a failure, you will successfully teleport Beryl and Drian, but you will remain where you are. On a success, all three of you will be at the far side. I will definitely try that. Okay. Sixteen. We successfully teleport all three of you to the far side. As I'm sitting there, <laughs> leaning against the wall, I'm smiling, going, "You know, you're not the creepiest thing I've seen, but that definitely hurt." As you do that, you see, right next to you, there is a shelf with several potions on it. There is a red potion a pink potion, and a yellow potion. None of them are labeled. As this thing is turning around to make another pass at you, you realize you have As this thing turns around to head towards you, you have a full action, whatever you want to do before it gets towards you. Alright, um... In my head, this being more, he would associate red with health. And him not being, me not being that intelligent, I'm going to say, screw it, and I just drink the red potion. You drink the red potion. More. You gain 20 hit points. And you have an advantage on all attacks and advantage on all safety throws for the next 10 minutes. As I feel the health 
hit me. Do I have anything else that I can do here in this time? That is your bonus action. You still have your full action. If you would like to try to make a medicine check to stabilize Paraladrian, or get another potion, or prep an attack. I'm going to use medicine to see if I could stabilize the two of them. I don't, I don't know that. I'm going to make a medicine check on barrel first. 14. Barrel, you are stabilized. And then another one for Drian. Fourteen as well. Drian, you are stabilized. I'm just sitting there looking at them. That's great. I don't know what to do now. That led over back to, since you're not both stabilized, it would be the beast's turn. As it claws its way towards you, ready to make another attack. It swipes directly at you. That'll be a 14 to hit. For me? Yes. It misses. One more attack since it does not have its again. That is a 13 to hit. It also misses. You're up. So there's a pink potion and a yellow potion. There is. And this beast in front of you as well. I am going to use my bonus action to pour the pink potion on barrel or in barrel. Can pour the pink potion on barrel. Or oh, into their mouth. Okay. Barrel. You yes. turn completely into this kind of weird hybrid. Um, it look almost like a tiger, except for the fact that you have a dragon-like head. You have 30 hit points. A claw-based attack that replaces your weapon attack and does 1d6 plus slashing damage. And a breath weapon that does 3d6 fire with a DC 14 dex. What was the 1d6 for the claw attack? What was the plus to that? Uh, plus dex. Plus dex. And is it still my dex? Yes. Wonderful. So, is it seeing <laughs> this, I'm just, my smile's gonna widen, and I'm gonna look at the other potion, and in Moore's astounding logic, the colors should match, and I pour the other with Adrian's mouth. Ian, you come back to coated in lightning, realizing that you were still completely dreary from the battle, not having healed at all, but like whatever is pulsating in this energy like lightning around you, 
is going to let you continue to fight until the effects wear off. Well, that's neat. How did this happen? So, there was potions of colors. <laughs> a red one I drank gave me healing. A pink one I gave to Beryl, and she's now that tiger dragon thing. And I saw the yellow one, and in my logic, I thought of you, and now you have sparkly lightning stuff coming off of you. I mean, lightning coming off of me is not generally new. Does the lightning hurt? No, it does not. Fascinating. That'll be it for your turn. Oh yeah, I'm just sitting there against the wall now, just like, okay, they're both up. You're up. Breath weapon time, baby! Make a dexterity saving throw. That is going to be a seven. Yes! 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 Da-da-da! Uh, that'll be 11 points of damage. You see the beast reel back in pain. And look ready to just completely tear you to shreds again. Ah, well, um, what, what Carol, else is new? Can you still understand us? Uh... The, the the monster that is now barrel not. That's cool. Green, you are up. Literally. You can give yourself one hit point just for the business sake. For ease of sheet use. I forgot to unmute myself. Thank you for the one hit point to uh, reactivate my character sheet. Um, cool, cool. Why don't you let me interact with you? There we go. Um, I am going to... Toll the dead. This is a wisdom saving throw. Sixteen. Okay. The sound of a bell rings out and nothing happens. Oh no. What a bummer. Annoying. <laughs> Anything else? Um, action person over here. It is now the beast's turn. He's going to go and claw at you again more. That'll be a 24 day. Oh, that hits. He tears at you, and that's going to be 12 slashing damage. Still smiling. I'm just like, <laughs> that hurts. 
Will you stop attacking me? He does not get his weapon back. His breath weapon. Good. Fuck that thing. Warren, you are up again. It being my turn, I look at Barrel. I look at Barrel and I say, You want to do something fun? Basically, I'm waiting for Barrel's nod or approval. Uh, Barrel, Barrel will nod. Okay. So this might feel funny. And oh, I gosh. touch you and cra- cast Greater Invisibility. Yes! Yes! <laughs> level spell on you. So now you are invisible even if you attack. Crimes! I'm gonna do so many crimes! <laughs> That's the idea. <laughs> now you're an you're an invisible giant tiger dragon thing. Fuck yes, that owns. Is that it, is that it for your turn, more? Um, as basically I'm sitting there and I've now turned this giant cat thing invisible. I, I mutter loud enough where everybody hears, but thinking I'm muttering silently. I need to put this in my book. My journal definitely needs to be updated. Beryl, you are up. On You roll a d6. On a 5 or a 6, you regain your breath weapon. On a 5 or a 6. Great, 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 great. Let us... Let us roll. Natural D, natural 1D6 roll. Yeah, no, that's a two. I don't get it back. Uh, I will, uh, um, run to position myself, um, behind the, the, the dude, and then I'm going to try and claw him in the back. I will give you advantage since you were invisible. Um, and then do I add my, uh, dex to this as well? Oh, those were both pretty bad. That'll be a, uh, hold on, uh, 12. 12? A 12. I saw a 15 on this side. The 15, the 15, the 15, no, I don't. It's because I didn't realize when I rolled the two d20s that it was going to add them. Um, so I rolled a nine plus three, 12. Alright, yeah, that does not add. Yeah, uh, and then uh, uh, I do, would I need to do a disengage because he can't see me, or can I just? Uh, you, you, uh, you, don't, you don't need to do a disengage. Wonderful. Then I'm just gonna position myself fucking somewhere else. It doesn't matter where, <laughs> where he can't find me. is going to let me uh, heal for two as long as I haven't taken any damage. Um, and then I'm just going to use the spear because my spells seem to be not working. Yeah. 
Um, Yay! I know. Spear. Stab this guy in the face with the spear. That's a whole nine. I just. I can't do anything, you guys. I I also just remembered you're wearing a fucking Hawaiian shirt. It's just this whole. Lightning in the Hawaiian shirt and just. Lightning in a Hawaiian shirt. Wild. Part of me thought of turning you invisible, but I think the lightning would <laughs> give you away. Anything else with your turn? Bonus action mass healing word. Why not? Right. At least that'll do something. I hope. I heal above the 30, or is the 30 my max? No, you can heal. All right, my three friends and I get to heal for six points. Yay. Now it's... That ain't nothing to sneeze at. And the beast is going to claw once again at me. Eighteen to hit. It hits. And that's going to be eleven slashing damage. Let's roll to determine if he gains his breath weapon back. He does not. Good. So he will make his second attack with his breath with his uh melee. And that's gonna miss on you four. And that'll bring us up to more. It's your turn now. As he's now missed me. And I'm sitting there, like, you know, lightning person, giant invisible creature. I should be used to these things. And I cast Chaos Bolt at third okay. level to this creature. Okay. Does a 22 hit? That will hit, yes. Will damage, please? Five acid damage. Five acid. All right. Anything else with your turn, more? I'm still currently sitting on the floor. So, the beast gets splashed with acid and kind of reels back, falls backwards into the stalagmites as more of them break and stands up and starts charging directly back into you. Barrel, you're up. This is be fun. Mm, I'll roll to see if I get my breath weapon back. That would be cool. Five. You get your breath weapon back. Let us breath weapon this dude. A dexterity saving throw, please. That's going to be a seven. Uh, wonderful. Then we will 
once again. Once again, 11 points of fire damage as I just sort of roast roast this guy. And then I'm going to, once again, because I'm invisible, just move somewhere else. Reels back in pain once again and further smashing more of the stalagmites. Um, just kind of wrecking this whole area. Um, I just realized something. And as as he does this, you see the... All every all the spells drop as his concentration finally drops, and you I see that the you see that where the stalagmites were, there are severed body parts that are chained to the walls. Oh, fun! Um, as you see that these were uh, transfigured humans and nice and everything like that, who are now just completely strewn into bits and pieces across this area. Uh, you also see the girl chained on the wall is actually a girl that is chained on the wall and not transfigured. She's she's real. (laughs) Cool. Is that it for your turn? Uh, yeah, because I can, I'm gonna just sort of, uh, once again, because I'm invisible, just position myself somewhere else in the room. Uh, I'm trying to stay as unfindable by this dude as possible. About 15 feet, mm-hmm. I would like to position myself such that it's just me in the line with this guy and nobody else is in the way. You do so. Except for you're not really sure about barrel. Correct. Uh, hope you're out of the way, barrel. Um, we'll see. <laughs> if I get got, I get got, and that's my my lot in life. Drop it into a lightning bolt and chucking it. Yeah. Would you like to describe to the audience exactly what happens? I feel like we should know whether or not it hits first. Um, yes. Um, so the deck save. Please hit, please hit, please that hit. That is absolutely going to hit because that is a negative one. A negative a one? A negative like, one, okay. Okay, so Drian, I hold the spear above my head. Um, say the word lightning in Benatar, which is Astrapi. It turns into a shining bolt of lightning as I chuck it right at this thing's chest. It is going to take 46 lightning damage. Is that in addition to the javelin damage? No, it's separate from. Okay, so 46. What a spicy meatball that was. How many, what dice are you rolling for that? I'm rolling the digital dice. I would like for him to explode in 
uh, static electricity bits all over the goddamn cabin. Tired of this thing. The entirety of his body just explodes. <laughs> a confetti of a confetti of intestines and veiny blood and guts and gore spread throughout, and it is literally raining intestine for about fifteen what? seconds. It's it's and raining man. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like, I am laughing and chuckling on the floor, even though I'm going ow, 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 ow. Uh, so I just realized greater visibility is a concentration thing. Oh no. So I need to roll for concentration real quick. I'm gonna go It happens. Gonna concentration go, is hard to remember. And then see about getting this person off the wall. <laughs> okay. You're still invisible. Great. I'm just sorta of hanging. I'd go help Drian. So, well, what's your name, kid? Is laughter or crying? Okay. She's crying. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to tell. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, kid, kid, are you okay? Okay, can you hear us? I'm still holding holding a lantern up while <laughs> looking at this kid. And you don't have a lantern. holding Dorian's lantern. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm holding that lantern up, going, "Kid, are you you okay? Hello." Oh, I'm I'm not okay. No, that was kind of a silly question to ask. More, um, I'm gonna cast your well, wounds. Well, I'm seeing you. Yeah. You attempt to do so, and uh, you notice the wounds go to close, and then something stops. I hate it here. Um, uh, is there any way we can take these chains off of the person? I have no idea. Yeah. So the so as soon as as soon as the guy exploded by lightning, uh, all of the chains disappeared. So she's just kind of laying there against the wall, unable to stand. All of the chains disappeared, so it also rained all of the body parts. So yes, great. <laughs> I, I look at the kid while holding Brian's lantern. Do you mind if I pick you up? I just want to go home. You see, you see her kind of look up, Brian, for the first time, and you can see a patch of scales around the eyes, and then like these yellowish reptilian eyes and a forked tongue. The rest of her looks human. Okay, well, we'll get you home, okay? More, more seeing this goes, you're like me. And before it grabs the kid, he looks at everybody else, at Dream goes, don't freak out. He, you watch him undo the white and blue wraps on his right arm and you start seeing from his shoulder down to his fingers, white drag, uh, white scales, just going all the way to the fingertips. 
and he shows the girl his hand. I'm sorry, why did you tell me not to freak out? I'm a cauldron born. Um, the reason why I was raised by Nana is because my parents feared this and gave me away. Well, at least they didn't kill you. Most in need. The, the, these specific ones are, I don't know if they're alive, but the ones they were with were very skeptical of other things and did not trust this. Hence giving me to the shaman they knew, that was known as Nana. Okay. Where's some kiddo? Get you home. Um, is there a way out? Um, how big is this kid? The way we yeah, came the in. way you came in. All through all That's the body parts. fine. And how big is you, this kid? You can see that all the body parts, it looks like we're different uh, cauldron born as well, as you're looking. As you can see, different mutations mm -hmm. and such. Mm -hmm. uh, is there anything in this room that looks like it's worth saving. Like, I know that there are potions on the shelf. Are there any books? They will see that there is a, like, a caged um, study in the corner where it's locked, from what you can tell, or at least closed. And there is a desk in there with several books, as well as uh, torture devices on the wall. Um... Other than that, Do the spines else. of the books look like they would be any kind of useful information? Um, well, um, you take a look, you see one is um, the College of Born Anatomy, and you see that it is currently being written in with ink. And, uh, well, like it's not cropped, it's was being a work in progress with being written. Um, and you see that. The other two books that you can see on the desk, one uh, says uh, alchemical remedies, and the third and final one says the Lord of Entropy. Hey, Beryl. Absolutely. Still an yeah. invisible cat thing. <laughs> I, I'm just sort of speaking to the air. I don't um, know if I can you talk. You can do yeah. Hand. Uh, does it look like the we would be able to get the books out of this caged thing with Mage Hand. No, it's the the cages, the cage holes in the okay. cage are too small. Alright, I'm gonna go to try to unlock, unlock this door. Uh, yeah. I'm basically holding De the kid in the lantern right keep now. Keep the kid company. Um, I don't. You have Well, I do have that small hammer. I would have it, a crowbar, but I got that disintegrated. What? What is the cage like? Could you just take the cage with you, no, or is like it attached? Just... It's, like, it's like the cage is like. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that I we couldn't just like bring this. it with. Uh, but I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame and just burn the books through the through the cage. I'm just gonna burn that information. Nobody needs it. Wanted to do the alchemical remedies because that might have been information worth having, but wasn't that on the desk? The books go up in flames and are no longer there. 
Can we go? Yeah, uh, kid, what's your name? Lily. It's a very pretty name. I'm Moore. I'm Drian. And our scary invisible cat friend is Pearl. Quick question. How are they going to get out if I don't... If they don't shoot them normal? You see, um... Uh, Lily kind of get, tries to let go of Moore's hand and walks over to the strewn body parts. Does anyone stop her? I follow her, but I don't stop her to see what she does. See her walk over to a older-looking cauldron born and close his eyes. You see her, seriously? I'm sorry, Papa. If we hadn't already murdered this thing, I would murder this thing again. Whoa. Sorry for your loss, kid. Okay. Is there any dirt in this building? We don't like in this room? need dirt. No, I'm going not. to burn this after we leave. Oh, I was going to say we could bury them, but yeah, burning everything, so they they get at least somewhat of humor would be nice. And I go to, you said Lily? Yeah. And I'm like, do you mind if I pick you up again? Oh, I can, I can walk. Okay, I just figured I'd offer a hand. And the blue ribbon he had that was wrapped around his arm hands of yours like here hang on to this for me okay okay you guys head through this area yeah we head back you head back as you reach the antechamber um you see once again you reach the end Looking around, there's no pathway to the left anymore, or the right. Only thing is directly in front of you. A pedestal. Directly above that. The same frog. This frog. Uh, at this point, I drop greater invisibility, because I'm now going to have to concentrate on this, so now we see the giant cat dragon thing. Examine the pedestal. <laughs> is the pedestal? Yeah. What's what's pedestal say? You walk over the pedestal, and it is a oh this one. I but, can read it. But that was only ten minutes. I can still minutes? read for the rest of forever. Oh, it's I, until I die, I guess. I, I don't know what the potion was. I just gave it. To I'm sorry. I okay. am assuming I'm a cat thing until uh, told otherwise by the DM. Can the cat thing communicate, though? 
<laughs> what does the pedestal say? <laughs> Basically, the cat just shrugs, like, oh. And more slightly chuckling, going, talking cat would be awesome. And he says this to Lily. Exactly what it says. Uh huh. And you cannot use words. Uh huh. But you can describe your actions. Uh huh. Okay. Does this room also have like the other room where it had the two archers and the. Okay. I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't. So it's literally just the pedestal and the frog. God, do I have enough? What is the ground made of? It's stone. Damn. I was like, do I have enough dexterity, like manual dexterity to like paw it out, like ride it out with my feet? Well, I would offer you a quill and my a journal, but I doubt that would work. Yeah, I think my feet are too big. No oh, jeez. I'm so mad that I didn't take uh, uh, telepathy as a feat <laughs> right now. I'm so bad at myself. <laughs> well, could Mage hand write it out for you? But in what is, I guess, the... I, I have a journal. Oh, I guess that's true. Do I can cast spells <laughs> in this form, theoretically, so, uh, uh, can I cast Mage hand and use the Mage hand to write the, the thing in, 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 uh, a journal? <laughs> Mage hand has the dexterity in order to write. What? It's a hand. Yeah, but it specifically states in that that the, the mage hand does not have the dexterity to pick locks. But it has the dexterity to manipulate an object, and I would argue that writing is just a manipulation of a pen. <laughs> DC twelve Arcana check to be able to write. Wonderful. The <laughs> That is a like, 28. Trying to figure this all out is hilarious and integrated. Do not make me figure out how to charades the thing you sent me. <laughs> Let me write okay. it, please. So, so you can write it out. Now you can read it for everybody. Okay. At night they come without being fetched, and by day they are lost without being stolen. I have what? no idea what that One means. I'm, uh, at night they come without being fetched, and by they, they are lost without being stolen. Um, and then, uh, because she still has the pen in her mage hand, uh, she's gonna write a little squiggle and write, uh, under it, I think it's dreams. but not sure 100%. Basically, you put question marks next to it. Well, many I mean, question marks. Makes sense. I, and I just giggle going, eh, th this looks like my handwriting sure. normally. So Let's, yeah. I'm going to step on the pedestal and go with this. I don't really want to bring... 
Do we need to bring the kid we, with us? Oh, I, I'm Why doing it with just one person get the child before? Back. We can do that now if we want. I, I'm I'm sta standing back with the child going, we, we might want yeah, to stay away. We'll, the rest of us will wait to see if the uh, frog uh, reacts to just one person on the pedestal. I think right now it's just Drian. The frog looks down. Have you made your choice? Have you made your choice? Would you prefer I talk to you like this? Or maybe write you a soft-spoken letter? I can do whatever you want me to do. Because I am in your head. Are the rest of us hearing this? No, you're not. Okay. off of this pedestal. Um... Adrian, are you okay? Nope. Understandably. So... I understand the choice that I need to be I'm gonna replace you on the pedestal. I'm watching the kid for a bit. Yeah, I'm gonna hold the kid's hand. I she has a name, it's Lily. I step on the pedestal looking at the frog, still got the meh face and slightly smiling on one side. Hello, frog. Looks down at you. Speak the word. Stars. Why did you say stars? The door opens underneath the frog. Because stars disappear that's at night. Fair. Okay, yeah, that's fair, right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a kid and you have nothing else to do but play in a hut or outside of the hut, you spend a lot of time outside. And I stared at the stars uh, a lot. I'm, which I'm made me want to adventure. By the way, has anyone seen my second... Oh, there it is. And I pick up my second lantern and light it, make sure it's still lit, and go back to Lily. Lily, let us proceed out. <laughs> and as you all continue further, you exit. Oh, surprised it let me out. And you all... Enter a small grove of trees in the middle of the swamp. It's dark and eerie, fog rolling in. Does this look like where we were before? You see, it is very different. You see the same frog from before, large. covered in these deep dark red spikes turn around 
fleshy bloody living. Well, thank you for bringing everyone together. Um, do you mind me asking who who are you? My name is Igor, and I am the Lord of Entropy. <laughs> oh, and that little lady earlier was very nice, by the yes. way. Yeah, of course. It's just a fun little thing. <laughs> what do you want, Coral? Yes, please tell us. I want Adrian here to What's make a choice. Why? You know. Feel like you left your family behind. Thrice, once when you left the family that found you, twice when you left the family that you made, and the third time when you left the family that was broken, scarred. Make the choice. Okay. Can I ask what kind of choice it is? Or is that only for Trian to know? Will you let my new friends return? They are already gone. As you turn and barrel more and Lily are all gone. It's just you. You want me to choose between my three families? No. I want you to choose. Suffering. Sadness. And the isolation you have built for yourself. Or the love of the people who care about you. I don't want anyone to be hurt by my choices. If I isolate myself, then they are safe. If you isolate yourself, you will become what you see Giant you. frog in the middle of the swamp? And I will give this to you. I am acting selfishly here. You are encroaching dangerously upon my domain. And I seek to turn you back to mortality before you encroach upon it entirely. Afraid of me becoming. It is something I do not think that you want either. 
connect with your family. Any of the three. Stop your suffering before it twists you into what you see before you now. Because yes, I was not always this. I made my choice yesterday. Have you? I told Quincy I would be there for his daughter's birthday. I sent word to Damaris that I would... You told him you would try. I did say I would try. And we all know what you mean when you say that. Do we not? I do. I will go to Bogsboro. Don't. And. Give. Up. I will. Not give up. This is always watching. And you wake up with a start in your bed in the dark light ahead. Okay. What time is it? About 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to look at my journal. What day do I have written down? For yesterday. Is it, it is uh yesterday was the twenty third of Windrush. Okay. I'm gonna go downstairs. See if Beryl and Moore and Lily are here. Or if this was all just a crazy dream. Uh, when you get down there and you see Beryl and Moore sitting on the patio talking, Moore scarfing down a green brain. And you also see Lily and her dad getting a latte and a hot cocoa at the coffee bar. Thanks for coming. Have a good day. Good morning, Drian. Would you like a cup of blackened latte? That would be excellent. Thank you. And that's what we'll end tonight's session.